the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. If you were with us yesterday, you know what it, you know. we started a new theme, especially for the new year. It's very appropriate. It's called A Wholehearted Man, and I'm speaking to women as well as men. And children. And, and children. And we chose to speak to you from Psalm 26. I'd like to read it as I did yesterday because they're powerful and very encouraging words. And it's something that we should be striving for, at least in this coming year. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Examine me, O Lord, and try me. Test my mind and my heart, for thy loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I do not sit with deceitful men, nor will I go with pretenders. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I shall wash my hands in innocence, and I will go about thine altar, O Lord that I may proclaim with a voice of thanksgiving and declare all thy wonders. O Lord, I love the habitation of thy house and the place where thy glory dwells. Do not take my soul away along with sinners, nor my life with men of bloodshed, in whose hands is a wicked scheme and whose right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity, Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on a level place. In the congregations, I shall bless the Lord. I believe when you hear these words, there's something that possibly rises up in you. I say, I want to be like that. And I believe while David wrote this and expressed his own heart, he was a man after the heart of God. I think this speaks to all of us that this is the way we should live. And we know that one day we will stand before the Lord and and meet him. But it's important to know that we could meet him on a daily basis 
Because if we are willing to say, excuse me, if we are willing to say, as David said, vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. We have to be humble to speak to the Lord that way and know that our life was pleasing to him. And we gave the definition, uh, the Hebrew definition of integrity. And basically it means completeness. It means innocence. It means uprightness wholeness and without compromise and this is this is the way we are to live when we're born again believers without compromise we see the opposite of that when we look at Matthew 23 where Jesus spoke to the scribes and Pharisees because seven times in that chapter it says woe to you Pharisees and scribes hypocrites men without integrity this was just the way not to live we can have the right words, but as our life an example of what we speak. We want to go on with verse 1, because I think we find the reason that David could speak this way. Remember, the first portion of verse 1 said, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. Can you be sure that you've walked in integrity? I see the answer should lie in the rest of verse 1. And I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. That's a key. How have we trusted the Lord? Just as a now and then, but our life needs to be trusted in the Lord Jesus. And if we trust in him, we're not going to waver. And I believe too many of us waver. We slip. We, we uh, aren't consistent in our walk and our faith in the Lord. But here, if we trust in the Lord... We could say, Lord, vindicate me according to integrity. It's a powerful word, June, and I hope we're all receiving something from this. Let's look at Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. You know, we need to, we need to, we need, truly understand that God saves us, but do we fully understand that he is going to sustain us. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. And then we could say, Lord, vindicate me, vindicate me, judge me, for I have walked in my integrity. Again, it's such a powerful word and such a, such a thing that really should excite us, June, because we can live that way when we trust the Lord. We read in Psalm 125, verse 1, those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. What a tremendous incentive we have to trust in the Lord. We'd be like Mount Zion, and we shall never be moved. And it causes me, Shelley, to think of the first century church, Jews, 12 of them, with men and women adding up to 120 in the upper room that got filled with the Holy Spirit and were baptized in fire that turned the world upside down. And they could not be moved, Shelley. And each one lost their life. And we need to remember to stand and trust the Lord because he is faithful and he will be with us, never leave us nor forsake us. 
and we should stand for his truth and his righteousness and not be moving, but stand firm in the Lord. And it really, Shelley, is going to take a transformation power for the Lord to sustain born-again believers. And I'm trusting that he is going to revive Israel and bring the 144,000 to faith in him. Amen. Let it be. Uh, another verse that we should con- we consider is that of Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9. He who walks in integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will be found out. What is that saying to us? If we're not walking in integrity, our, we- our ways will be perverted. And that's powerful, June. And they will be found out, Shelley. In the world to come, they'll be shouted from the housetops. And some of us might not lose our salvation, but our reward will be lost if we're not walking in the integrity of the Lord. It's so true. In truth, his truth. He is the truth. It's so real, June. We either, we're either going to walk in integrity or else our ways are going to be perverted. And that's a powerful statement, and we need to take it to heart. And they will be found and out. they will be found out. That's right, Junie. All right, let's look at verse 2 in Psalm 26. Examine me, O Lord, and try me. Test my mind and my heart. You talk about a mouthful, how many of us, again, would say something like this? Examine me, O Lord, and try or prove me. Test my mind and my heart. Wow. Gold is tested by trying it in fire to remove all impurities. The impurities in our life are tested also. What are our tests? Well, for example, they come in the trials we face. They come in difficult times. And, we come, and they come during the times that we are being afflicted. Many times the affliction comes from God to test us, to purify us, that we can live a life in integrity. It's powerful, Junie. It is. And in the book of James, we're exhorted that sin begins with our thought life. And when we don't take every thought captive, We think on things that are not pure or holy. If we think on them, they then enter our heart, and sin happens when we act out the very thing that was impure. So we need to learn when we cry out for the Lord to test our heart and our mind We need to know to take every thought captive unto the obedience of the Messiah so that we don't have that thought be part of our heart and then walk out the very sin, the very thought, the very desire that's against God's word. We only pervert, Shelley, our own soul. You know what I think of when you said that, Junie? I know in John, in the Gospel of John, Jesus said, I do always those things that please him. But we can even expand that. We can say and even pray, 
I do always uh, those things that please you. I do always those things that I say. I do always those things that I think that will please you. That, that, that I really believe, is a way toward walking in integrity because our mind is a real battlefield for everyone. And if we're pleasing Lord in our thoughts, we'll please him in all ways. And we know, according to the scriptures, that every one of us battles against the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride yes, of life. Lord. And the pride of life, I believe, is the deepest, Shelley, because the only righteous one is the Lord himself. And when he shines his light in our darkness, that's for our good yes. to turn Hallelujah. to him, to get on our knees, to ask him to forgive us and to change our heart, Let it be. to change our mind, to transform our life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. One verse we'd like to close this with is Jeremiah 17, verse 10. I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind even to give each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds. So here, God is saying, here we see David saying, test me, Lord, examine me and try me. And in Jeremiah 10, the Lord is saying, I search the heart, I test the mind, even to give each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds. So God is speaking it, man should speak it, and we be in unity and live with integrity. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word, yes, which Lord. is so powerful yes, and so Lord. real and must be obeyed by man. Yes, and Lord. And it's not bondage, it's freedom because you reality. have given us. It's the reality of how we should be living, how this nation should be living, and how each one of us should love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.